genre. Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 4, quite possibly the greatest Buddy Christ Minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkutch. And I'm uh, Dr. Chris from the Vampire Movie Minute Podcast. And I'm Scott Danielson, also from the Vampire Movie Minute Podcast. All right, and we are jumping between scenes this minute, fellas. We are going from George Carlin to Loki, but but not that Loki, not the Loki everybody's thinking of. <laughs> the original Loki. Yeah, the, o- the OG Loki, as he mentioned uh, about seven movies from now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he does bring that up, doesn't he? I love that. I love that. Yeah, that yeah. they that I was waiting for Smith. I, I when I heard Damon was going to show up in another movie that you will get to eventually, and everyone knows. I mean, it's been a year now um, that they would make a Marvel Loki reference, but and they sure enough they didn't disappoint. All right, so once again, we're just going to bask in the greatness that is George Carlin as the Cardinal here. Uh, again, this is not in the script. I don't, George, I don't know if this is just off the cuff with George Carlin, but this is not in the script at all. Because I'm sure you guys have already, uh, excuse me, I'm sure you guys have already covered this. Um, that that after the disaster of the acting that was in Chasing Amy, it's like Kevin Smith had a budget to hire real professional actors, aka George Carlin, Chris Rock. You know, um, uh, uh, the Metatron, uh, Alan Rickman. <laughs> yeah, he basically says in the commentary of like, was I going to tell George Carlin and Chris Rock that they weren't funny? Like, right. oh, no, no, George, let me show you how to do humor. I mean, also Selma Hayek, never mind yeah. who plays God, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, We'll get to Selma Hayek later. Um, oh, yeah. her, her lines, it doesn't matter what she says because it's completely unintelligible. So, like she tells, she'll tell, we'll get there. She tells the story and nobody can understand it. Even Kevin's like, I'm not quite sure what she's saying. Do yourselves a favor. Uh, I don't know when you're going to get to her scenes, but watch her movie Bliss with uh, Owen Wilson. That's on uh, Amazon Prime right now. It's actually pretty good. Is that a newer movie? Yeah, it just yeah, came it out. Yeah, it just came out. It's so funny. Uh, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but I was bad-mouthing her saying she didn't hold up well. And then I looked her up and, and apologized to the whole oh, no, entire no. listening don't, audience. Don't, don't let yourself <laughs> the hook. He's sitting there going, oh, she didn't hold up well. Meanwhile, I'm flipping out. Like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like, have you seen her lately? Like, she is like I, an 11. What, are you crazy? I, I yeah, must yeah, have had yeah, the wrong mattress. Those photos that she's posted on Thursday are current. They're not throwbacks. They're just current. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw a picture of her on Facebook. She looks better than she did now. And by the way, uh, if you look, if you think about that movie Bliss, both the lead actors in the movie are in Marvel productions that have been delayed because of the virus. Uh, Old Wilson is uh, going to be on Loki, the TV series, by the way. He's going to be playing a time master kind of guy that is in charge of putting Loki on the path to doing quantum leap style stuff of fixing crap that got messed up in time travel because of the events in the Avenger films. And uh, Selma Hayek is one of the main characters in the Eternals. Oh, come on, Loki. We're going to go fix time. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, is that your own Wilson Jeff? That was it. Listen, listen. No, my own... Well, no, I because uh, yeah, I'm not going to say it. I, I was going to say something really terrible, but I'm just going to let it stay. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> so I wanted to point out in the scene that the uh, the priest with Buddy Christ number one that shows up, uh, he was a bar patron uncredited in, in Chasing Amy. Oh, his big claim to fame. Yeah, he really doesn't have much else. <laughs> you can see this Buddy Christ at the new secret stash in <laughs> in New Jersey. There you go. Really? They've moved th- three blocks. 
<laughs> yeah, they moved through. They did a procession, didn't they? Didn't they walk down? I believe they did, yes. I think they did. Oh, my God. <laughs> but well, they've been at the original I, I, location for, since they opened. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's something just perfect about George Carlin playing a cardinal, a man who's, like, most of his career was, like... Most of his early career was talking about, like, being a dick in Catholic school and yeah. giving, like, priests impossible questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, 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 and every special he does, he just buries the church at some point. Well, yeah, and he, he opens up, and he, like, he has, no joke, like, 20-minute segments about abortion <laughs> in his stand-up. So it's just him being a cardinal. I remember he opened up, I forget which one of his uh, specials it was, he walked out and said... Did you ever know some people that are are against abortion are usually people you wouldn't want to fuck in the first place? That was his, that was his opening joke. <laughs> he opened he opened three different albums that way. Yeah. <laughs> he loved that joke. Yeah. Back in town in particular is the one where he just opened and it's like, all right, we're going to spend 20 minutes talking about abortion. Strap in. <laughs> now, in this minute, is this the first time we see Brian Holleran as Grant Hicks, the news reporter for Red I Bank? Think- didn't he introduce this? I believe he did. Okay, so okay, so I wasn't sure. I I I, yeah. I, I had just wa- watched this movie on a date actually, and me and this uh, girl I was dating, we broke up. Were she had never seen the Kevin Smith films, and I was just like, "Well, we got to start watching them." Maybe this is why we're not dating anymore. No, I broke up with her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you see, yeah, Hicks, one of one of the many Hicks clan is on the TV, and the eagle eye viewer will catch a uh, Rick Darris in the crowd or the person who yeah. played Rick Darris. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Ernie O'Donnell's. And you can see him a little bit better in like minute, I think minute two or minute three. When the camera pans by, you can see him. But he's in the crowd. He's one hey, of the reporters. You can see him in second 22 when the, the Buddy Christ has his thumb up. He's sitting on the seat. He's, he's to the far left. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And uh, I, um, it took me a long time to realize how many times I've seen the nun when we go to Milwaukee uh, before. She has been in tons of stuff. And I didn't realize it, including uh, over almost 500 episodes of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, that is what... She is best really? known, definitely, from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, she's Lady Ab- 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 Aberlin. Yeah, come on. Don't you remember your Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood there, uh, there, Chris? <laughs> no, I actually do not. I remember Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, but when he said Lady Aberlin or whatever her name is, I thought of the puppets. That's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, that's what she was. <laughs> she, she was oh, like, okay. She was a yeah, puppet. Yeah, she was the puppet. And then, of course, she became uh-huh. like a, a big Kevin Smith mainstay because she's in Red State and Jersey Girl. Well, she looks much different in this than she did in Mr. Rogers, though. But yeah. she was, but you know, you would never believe <laughs> she what, looks what, different what, than, the, than a puppet. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, just, I'm glad you caught it. I'm glad you caught it because they walked right over it. <laughs> hey. I, I prefer just to let Chris out there the to same, hang. She doesn't have the same nose and red cheeks as she does in the show. I don't know. I don't get it. Where's the seams taller, down her face? Taller. And then the weirdest, the weirdest thing is she's in that Kevin Smith like horror documentary comedy that has still not come out about Kilroy. Oh, Kilroy was here. Yeah, I the think. one he directed and wrote. It's not out yet. I thought it just came out, and I never bothered to see it. I don't <laughs> think it's out. It's been in uh, post production uh, since uh, March of last year. Oh, well, there you go. Which yeah, we all know what happened in March of last year. <laughs> yeah, same thing's gonna happen. Jay and Silent Bob reboot came on. Jay and Silent Bob reboot came on Blu-ray last year. That's what happened in March. <laughs> That's what happened in March. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we get a uh, two-thirds with a uh, Arnold Penn, uh, Georgie Porgy. And then we go over to uh, Matt Damon. Uh, before we leave George, does anybody have any last-minute things about George before we leave him? I mean, not that he, uh, not that he won't be back. 
you can get an entire big old box set of all his HBO specials, I think, uh, collection. It's like 50 HBO specials for like 50 bucks. Uh, hey, I've actually, yeah, I've actually seen, I've actually listened to everything George has ever done. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> nice. Including the books, including the uh, autobiography that was unfinished at, at the time of his passing. And wow. it is fascinating. Yeah, I have, that autobi- things, yeah, I have that autobiography too. Yeah, one of my favorite and one of my favorite things about George is that some people like look at him and it's like, oh, he was prolific. He toured. He had a new hour almost every year. It was amazing because he owed the IRS so much money. <laughs> he had to keep tour. Like he was basically just like, all right, I went out and made this much. All right, you need to give us all of that, and you still owe this much from back taxes. Fuck. Yeah. All right, go back out. Like that was it. <laughs> yeah, I saw his. I saw his last tour when he was out. Let me oh, tell wow. you about owing back taxes. I uh, I don't owe back taxes, but uh, Chris, you bought my you bought into my Kickstarter for Vlada, and uh, Scott, you bought a digital copy of Vlada. Mm-hmm. So, so you're gonna yeah, owe this year? Yeah. So uh, so we made like thirteen thousand dollars, don't you? And that's not taxed yet. So guess what happens when I file my tax return this year? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't make no thirteen thousand dollars. Sorry. <laughs> Um, but I get to claim like every freaking thing, you know what I mean? Like I paid the artist like twenty four, twenty seven hundred dollars. Uh, this other thing cost me one hundred fifty dollars. This other thing cost me two hundred fifty dollars. This other thing cost me five hundred dollars. This other thing, you know what I mean? And I get to write all that off. And guess what happens? The IRS then sends me a check. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, while you're while you're talking about it, why don't you plug Vlada while you're on here? Oh, right. Uh, you can buy Vlada, A Dracula Tale, my graphic novel that Scott has read and loves. Don't you, Scott? Yes. <laughs> was that convincing? Oh, that's a ringing endorsement. You can put that right on the yeah. front cover. No, it's, it's, very, it's very good. I was just being a dick. Chris, did you read your digital copy? I did not. I, I, I went through it, and I, I want to get a good read out of it. I don't want to read half and stop. Okay, so, so, so anybody it. who wants to order Vlada, a Dracula tale, we take the entire cast of Dracula and we gender swap the cast uh, with some new twists into the story as well, also introducing a new character. But it's beat for beat, basically, the story of Dracula that you're familiar with, with gorgeous artwork by Ken Hunt and several variation covers, including one by the legendary Tim Vigil. Uh, and we got some new retail in, uh, incentive covers coming out, one of which is going to be by Tim Seeley. And you can always just uh, send me an email, chrisdsav at gmail.com, and I'll send you an invoice, and you can order a copy, because I'm not going through Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually waiting for my hard copy. I want to read it on the hard copy. I, I want to see those, those art, that artwork. I've got the, uh, I literally have all the Kickstarter swag sitting right next to me as I'm recording this right now. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> what do you so I don't have the books yet. The books are printing swag. and coming. The books are printing and coming. So at the time that this finally airs, your this episode, it, you, people should have it. All right. As we continue on here, uh, Grant Hicks, <laughs> uh, I don't think there's much to say about him. I wonder if we'll see him again later. We do. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So what do you think, Maybe. what do you think Grant Hicks' relation is to Dante? You think they're cousins? Everybody's cousins, I think. Yeah, think I think all cousins. Kevin said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it only, it only works. It only works in movie world where you look exactly like all your relatives. <laughs> all the cousins look exactly or, like. Or like Back to the Future, you go back in time and your parents look, uh, or your grandparents look exactly like you. Right, or uh, Hellraiser Four, the guy from the past and the present and the future all look the same. <laughs> their Thanksgiving must just be the most awkward table. Like it's just a bunch of fucking. A bunch of hicks, but not the ones you're thinking of. Well, <laughs> let, me fu- 
Especially when you find out your grandfather's wife looks exactly like your mom, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Our family tree is a circle, and I'm very disturbed. (laughs) Yes. Someone needs to to start uh, swimming outside the gene pool. (laughs) Now, uh, for Kevin, this is pretty exciting. He goes to Wisconsin. That's uh, outside his comfort zone of anything within 45 minutes of Jersey. (laughs) True. (laughs) (laughs) And it, it is an airport. It does look like an airport. Well, it's because he had a budget, and he didn't have to, like, yeah. last in the last movie where it was a train station because they put up a sign. <laughs> right. It was, like, in somebody's house. Yeah. The they shot out, they shot out the window where a train was going by, and they're like, yeah, it's a train station. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's what you do when you got a $250,000 budget. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I suppose so. So they're walking through, and uh, Loki doesn't believe in God because of, because of the walrus and the carpenter. This is what he's telling her. Yes. That's yeah. That's what he's int- that's the idea he's introduced. Yeah, right. So what what uh, literary reference is that? That's uh, you know, Alice in Wonderland. Lewis. Oh, Carroll. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's the perfect thing to help uh, tear stuff apart. Where somebody obviously just got high as hell and was like, oh, "I'm gonna write about some animals and shit." Well, <laughs> 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 my, my favorite is that like uh, it's of all people to like just use you use a non-religious reference on a nun and you're like yep this is gonna this is gonna push her over it's gonna yeah, do it and don't worry i'm sure she'll totally not fall for it yeah <laughs> oh no way no way <laughs> now i haven't been to an airport at least inside an airport in quite a number of years are there still do they still allow religious nut jobs to collect money for the poor inside the airport i have i don't think i've first I've of all i don't think i've seen ever that. seen that Except no. in, like, Airplane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean when Harry Christmas? You mean when, uh, what's his name? Thing, uh, apparently. Um, <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries guy is, is just assaulting all of them. <laughs> yeah. Scientology! <laughs> yeah. Every time I go to no. the airport, I say, where are the Harry Krishnas? Can you tell me where the Harry Krishnas are? <laughs> no, it's it's actually, like, it actually was a thing, apparently. Really? I, have you guys ever been to L.A.? No. Uh, no. I don't okay. go west of the so Appalachians. I've been, I've, been, I've been to L.A. for a bit, but if, like... <laughs> for instance, going out like I saw like the Scientology church. There's a big Mormon church. There's just a bunch of interesting groups all around there. But apparently, what? like they, I think it's basically because the the area in front now. I it's different now, but the area in front of the airport was technically like unincorporated or something like that. So anybody could fucking go and just kind of like give out shit. But they don't they don't allow that anymore for security reasons. Well, to to. Uh... I actually did a little just a little bit of research right now to find out why uh, what what changed about Boston Air because I live in Massachusetts Boston airports uh, that they don't allow this type of thing to happen and they used to um, way back in two thousand and one around say September tenth September eleventh <laughs> all the planes that came crashing into buildings by terrorists came from Boston yeah oh. thanks again Boston. Yeah, thanks, Boston. Yeah, gave us 9-11 and Tom Brady, you pricks. <laughs> Get, you can send Tom Brady back to us. We we will take him back, but I don't think he wants to come back. That's a, we got our one win against him. That's all I care about. He can he can go off and have his 18 rings now. <laughs> and his smoking hot supermodel wife. Listen, at the end of the day, he's still got to go home and be him. So he's got the ultimate punishment. Um, but th- yeah, Boston has a lot of restrictions nowadays. Uh, for the last twenty years, they don't allow almost anybody inside the airport that does not need to be there. Yeah, because they've been pushing you back further and further as the years go by. Like, if you watch old movies, I can remember like when I went to the Air Force, people came with me all the way down to like basically me getting on the plane. Yeah, they. Uh, that- yeah, 
I mean, it, now it's like drop, drop people off the curb and you get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh yeah, and the cops will like write you up a ticket immediately. They're they're brutal. I mean, I'll, but, I'll be honest. I mean, a lot of the people that you you either take or pick up from the airport, it looks a lot like a drug deal. Like you're just kind of like, no, get out, get out, go, 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 take your stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys notice there's another nun in the far left hand corner of the uh, scene, the wide shot scene of uh, doing the same thing? What walking yeah. with someone else? No, they're not walking with <laughs> a uh, you know fallen angel deity. They're just collecting money as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, the camera work in this movie is phenomenal. Well, I mean, he had his uh, his guy back shooting again. Right, right. but you yeah, watch yeah. the camera angles in Chasing Amy, and you guys talked about them. They are horrible. And they're I just like, they're, he yeah, does yeah. not do anything with the camera. It's like people walking into a shot while Brad Affleck stands there to talk to him, and then they walk I out of it. At I least this looks so much well done. His budget because, I mean, it's not like they had a small budget. Like, oh, we had, a, you know, we had $5 million. They had $250,000. Right, and that includes your film stock. So it's just like, listen, we're gonna put the hammer here, we're gonna shoot a two shot, and you're gonna say your fucking lines, and we're gonna get out of here because you got about two takes at this shit. Because I can't afford anything else. I- I'm gonna be honest, knowing Kevin Smith, he may not have even known the phrase two shot. Oh, he, he knows all of it. He just doesn't <laughs> do it. T- have you heard the story about him talking? <laughs> have you heard the phrases him talking lenses? Did you guys know there was a Dogma TV series once? Absolutely not. Not Kevin Smith related, just they use the same okay. name. Okay, no, no I never heard I was going to say, because there was a Clerks TV show. Yes. That was uh, based on the movie Clerks, that. allegedly. Yeah, I covered that on the um, on the, the Dead TV podcast. We covered all six episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but, it's, uh, not, uh, it's not good. It's, oh, it's got one it. or two okay episodes. But this was right. nominated for... The episode in the second episode, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I mean, this movie was nominated oh, no. for... You don't, you don't think I mean the cartoon, do you? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. The there, there, was, there was a live action. I No, no, I know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 oh, we didn't no. talk about that as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's no. awful. I, is, I, is Jim, I is Jim Brewer in? I think he is. I think Jim Brewer's in it, right? Oh, really? Poor Jim Brewer. Yeah. <laughs> Cursed at that face in that show. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the number right. of, gonna, number of awards that Dogma was nominated for is also kind of funny when you think about it. The Razzies, the Satellites, the Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers Guild of America. Oh, it's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. the Stinkers yeah. of Bad Movie Award songs went to a Lattice Morris set. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last chance. Anybody have anything for this minute? Because we're going to move on. We're going to get a – we'll have – you know, we'll get a nice helping of uh, Matt Damon next uh, next minute. I'm good. Set. All right, Chris or – yeah, other Chris, Dr. Chris, not loser Chris that I'm stuck with. Why don't you tell people where they can find you? Uh, Scott and I are on the Vampire Movie Minute podcast. We're currently covering the movie Life Force, and we're going to be taking a uh, – we're almost at the end of Life Force, and we'll be taking a quick break and then jumping on to What We Do in the Shadows, movie directed by the guy who made the Thor – the best Thor movie ever. Oh, my God, this guy. <laughs> why? Well, I guess I'm loser Chris because I didn't get a doctorate. Is that why? Well, no, because you're not watching Life Force with Mathilda May. <laughs> I did watch Life Force. You can come check us out on Life Force, too. Jeff and I are guests on there. Uh, we are the Jay and Silent Bob editor on DoingGenre.com. We did Clerks one minute at a time. We did Mall Rats. We did Chasing Amy. Am I going to keep doing this, Jeff, until we get to like movie number 12? We are working our way through Dogma. <laughs> like 13 movies in, you're like, we did this and we did that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we might have to shorten that a little bit. Um, come check us out on Facebook, Twitter, you know, all the Pinterest. Um, I don't know where else. You got anything else, Jeff? No. I don't drink wine. Who's that? <laughs>
Say what? Who's that? Say what? Who's that?